according to tradition. The pillar of cloud by day and the fire by night first appeared to Israel on the first day of the Feast of Tabernacles. Moses announced that the tabernacle of God was in men on the Feast of Tabernacles. The dedication of Solomon's temple and the descent of the Shekinah glory occurred on the Feast of Tabernacles. The scene in Revelation 7 about the, the, occurred on the Feast of Tabernacles. The law was placed in the Ark of the Tabernacle on the Feast. Christ changed the water into wine at Canaan on the Feast of Tabernacles. He was transfigured on the Feast of Tabernacles, and he spoke about rivers of living water on the Feast of Tabernacles. Let's go to uh, uh, Deuteronomy uh, 31. We're just, we're just going to read a portion of it. Deuteronomy 31. This is uh, you understand that the word Joshua in the Hebrew is Yeshua, which in the Hebrew is also Jesus. And so whenever Moses is discussed, it's talking about the law. That's what whenever in, 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 in the New Testament it says whenever Moses is read, the veil is upon their ears and upon their eyes. Moses is the law. Joshua is Jesus, grace, mercy. On the Feast of Tabernacles, the law is buried in the heart of the ark, and the, and the, and the commission is given from the Moses, it goes from Moses to Joshua. That's what happens on this feast. Um, so let's go to, we're just going to read, read all of Joshua 31 at your own. Well, let's read it now. Let's go ahead. We don't have anything better to do. Huh? I mean, Deuteronomy 31. And Moses went and spake these words unto all Israel. And he said unto them, I am an hundred and twenty years old this day. I can no more go out and come in. <laughs> also the Lord hath said unto me, Also the Lord hath said unto me, Thou shalt not go over this Jordan. Do you understand? The law cannot enter the promise. And Joshua, he shall go over before thee, as the Lord hath said. And the Lord shall do unto them as he did to Sion and to Og, kings of the Amorites, and unto the land of them whom he destroyed. And the Lord shall give them up before your face, that ye may do unto them according unto all the commandments which I have commanded you. Be strong and have a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that, that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Moses called unto Joshua, and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of a good courage, for thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them. Okay, stop him. You understand, even the words mean this, but in, in the, word, the word law in the Greek is, is a word which means the way a thing works. It's, it's like, 
if we if we could if we could really see the law of spiritual and so if we could really see it we'd see that all of these weird little thingies that's really the way it's that's really what's happening but but that that doesn't communicate to our hearts but what our hearts have to hear is that we have to leave behind the way a thing works or even concern for the way a thing works and we enter into an arena in which it's total surprise we have any idea what's going to work next There is no, there is no picture of what promise looks like. There is no picture. There is no, there's. That's why there's no personality portrait of Jesus, except he emptied himself. Cunning is the ability to figure out what's going to happen. Cunning is trying to. That's right. Cunning is taking thought for tomorrow. Cunning is taking thought for your own life. Cunning is protecting. Cunning is doing all these things that common sense says you should do. Why did nobody ever try to draw a picture of him? They did, about seven hundred years later. And the ones that drew got destroyed because God didn't want them. Yeah, I'm sure there was tons. Yeah. I know, I know. He looked very much like I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. He did. Thirty-three years old. He was a. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, he was Norwegian. The thirteenth tribe was from Norway. What? He was lumpy. I think he looked a lot like Richard Boone. Did he have a halo? Have a Richard Boone. Are we, are we going to continue <laughs> any further? <laughs> We're going to finish it. We had a halo. Are you sure? Who's the guy? So Jeff, the Jeffrey 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 because, Harry Dean because nothing in the promise is, looked, is like you think it's going to look. I'm glad. Yeah, at this point, I'm, I'm glad okay, to hear that. I'm glad that. Well, I mean, like, for a long time, I've cried out for that, and now I'm just like, I don't want it to, I don't, I don't want it to, you know, see, the problem is, if it, if something looks the way you think it's going to look, and then it happens, then what, the first thing that happens is you're bored. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of like Tabernacles last year's memory, but unless any of us see it, and when everybody walked in, it was just like, yeah. Ooh, I mean, it just, it was like walking into another dimension. Yeah, it was like going into the fourth state of matter. Right, <laughs> right, because yeah. you were just... It was weird. It was all, we had it all covered with muslin, and we had a path of, of um, tiki torches going all the way down the hill towards it. It was just awesome. Yeah. There's just no way to carry the blue. It was, it was all white with like 250 candles. There's 200, 200, 250 candles, everything white. It was amazing. Yeah, this was this. Was, we totally we just we transformed that barn. Yeah, if you'd grown up around there, there was no way to prepare yourself for what was about to happen. And the neighbors weren't too sure about it either. No, they were. They still come. They down. were driving <laughs> up and down the road all that long. Brother, all that long, they kept driving up and down the road, listening to the music and looking at the torches burning. <laughs> well, we were out there until 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, I hope we're I mean, not seeing I remember that real time well time because we came out and nobody could believe the time because it seemed like there was no time. There was no time. I mean, it was 3.30 when we left? It was 3.30 yeah. when, we, when we just, well, and that was when we started to file out of the barn. If you'd been singing, you would have been very aware of the time. <laughs> okay. I felt like my corns were worse. Well, we were singing. We were singing. What are you talking about? Okay. He wants oh, to sing it. Is this Tuesday? Yes. Yeah. Must be bananas. It's Belgium. Right? It is bananas. It's bananas. And the Lord. Are we on the wrong thing? Huh? Are we on the wrong thing? No. I think it was still. I thought it was still. And the Lord. I'm getting old. 
Okay, this is 3189 years. We're looking old as Deuteronomy 318. Lumpy. And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. And Moses wrote this law and delivered it unto the priests, the sons of Levi, which bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and to all the elders of Israel. And Moses commanded them, saying, At the end of every seven years, in the solemnity of the year of release, in the Feast of Tabernacles, when all Israel is come to appear before the Lord thy God in the place which he shall choose, thou shalt read this law before all Israel in their hearing. Gather the people together, men and women and children, and thy stranger that is within thy gates, that they may hear and that they may learn and fear the Lord your God and observe to do all the works of this law. And that their children, which have not known anything, may hear and learn to fear the Lord your God as long as ye live in the land whither ye go over Jordan to possess it. Yeah. No, never mind. And the Lord said unto Moses, Behold, thy days approach that thou must die. Call Joshua, and present yourselves in the tabernacle of the congregation, that I may give him a charge. And Moses and Joshua went and presented themselves in the tabernacle of the congregation. The law had to confirm the promise. I mean, Jesus... I mean, can you, I mean what, what are they going to do? Jesus is going to... This, this, that's why Christ said, if there comes somebody in my name, say, go over there, go there, don't believe them. I mean, the next... His, his appearing is going to be the end of the universe. I mean, how are they going to think about it? There's this, there's this joker that comes along, and he claims, this guy in London doing it right now, he claims he's, he's G. He get all these little letters. Like anybody that's on a national religious broadcaster's membership list gets letters from Jesus, letters from Jesus now. And they're the dorkiest things you've ever heard of. <laughs> I'm, I'm come. I'm here, guys. <laughs> so what? Hello, guys. <laughs> okay, do you think Jesus Christ is going to put himself in that position? And the Lord appeared in the tabernacle. Where are you? 31-15. And the Lord appeared in the tabernacle in a pillar of a cloud. And the pillar of the cloud stood over the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord said unto Moses, Behold, thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, and this people will rise up and go a-whoring after the gods of the strangers of the land, whither they go to be among them, and will forsake me, and break my covenant which I have made with them. Then my anger shall this is what's read on the piece of tabernacles. Then my anger shall be kindled against them in that day. Do you I know who the only people are that read this on the piece of tabernacles now? Ascetics <coughs> and us. What they've done in the in the other, the, the, even the Orthodox, they go and they they've got selected scriptures. Like they take half, like they instead of a three-year cycle, they have a one-year cycle. Because what they do is they take out all the stuff they don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, Pretty soon it's going to be down to be a one-month cycle. Then my anger shall be kindled against them in that day, and I will forsake them, and I will hide my face from them, and they shall be devoured, and many evils and troubles shall befall them, so that they, should, they will say in that day, Are not these evils come upon us, because our God is not among us? And I will surely hide my face in that day, for all the evils which they shall have wrought, in that they are turned unto other gods. Now, therefore, Write ye this song for you, and teach it to the children of Israel. Put it in their mouths, that this song may be a witness for me against the children of Israel. 
But when I shall have brought them unto the land which I swear unto their fathers that floweth with milk and honey, and they shall have eaten and filled themselves and waxed and fat, then will they turn unto other gods and serve them and provoke me and break my covenant. And it shall come to pass, ooh, and it shall come to pass when many evils and troubles are befallen them, that this song shall testify against them as a witness. For it shall not be forgotten out of the mouths of their seed. For I know their imagination, which they go about even now, before I have brought them into the land which I swear. Moses therefore wrote this song the same day and taught it the children of Israel. And he gave Joshua the son of Nun a charge and said, Be strong and of a good courage, for thou shalt bring the children of Israel into the land which I swear unto them, and I will be with thee. Okay, now, when, when the New Testament, like in Hebrews 8 and elsewhere, talks about that he was, will place the law in their hearts, and they shall no more say to everyone, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least to the greatest. we got to see that that's by his definition of no. And the reason is, is because the law is in their hearts. Now, that act of placing the law in your heart takes place on this right here. Verse 24 to 20. Is that the song? No. The song is 32. Yeah. And it came to pass when Moses had made an end of writing the words of this law in a book until they were finished. But Moses commanded the Levites, which bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, saying, Take this book of the law put it in the side of the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, that it may, that it may be there for a witness against them. Okay, now remember, everything that's in the ark is death. Everybody wants to find the ark? You don't want to find the ark. You Flesh, any flesh that finds the ark, it'll be destroyed. The ark's not going to be found anyway, because it says the ark is now in the new Jerusalem, in the, in the temple not made with hands. But everything that's in that ark, which is what? The pot of manna, which was shown there because of rebellion. Aaron's rod that budded, which was there because of rebellion. And the law, which was there because of rebellion. All is the fruit of death to the flesh. And see, in there, in the law, it doesn't, it's, not, it's not like the Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Gimme. It's not just underlying stuff. It's not just stuff you understand. It's the law. And if you're going to be judged, unless you give yourself totally over, take no thought for your life, take no thought for the next second even, abandon yourself, you are subject to the law. You understand? If you take back, well, it's going to work this way, and I'm going to take it, you know, I'm going to mind talk it to this direction, it's just an act of self-divinity. And you're testifying to God that you want the law. And if you take, if you want that law, you're going to be judged by it. You're going to be toast. I'd rather just trust that I am his without exception. I'll say whatever is there because I'm his. I've been purchased with a price. I don't, it's no, I'm, I, no part of me is my business. Hallelujah. That's the meaning of the Feast of Tabernacles. You've really, at the final core, lost the right to yourself, and it's a joy to the world to lose the right to yourself is foolishness. No. 26 is finished. 26. 26. 27. 27. For I know thy rebellion, 
and thy stiff neck. Behold, while I am yet alive with you this day, ye have been rebellious against the Lord. And how much more after my death? See. Gather unto me all the elders of your tribes and your officers that I may speak these words in their ears and call heaven and earth to record against them. For I know that after my death you will utterly corrupt yourselves and turn aside from the way which I have commanded you. And evil will befall you in the latter days because you will do evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger through the work of your hands. Okay, now the next from verse 30, I mean from... Um, Chapter 32, verse 1 through 43 is the Song of Moses. Now, there are really two, Moses wrote two songs. One is, what? Both chart stoppers. They've had, a, they've had a long run on the charts. What did I say? He said. I did say. Your kind of song. Yourself. Nothing that isn't 2,000 years is worth anything. Old isn't worth anything. I read this. I did too. Um, let's let's go ahead and read it. Rex, do you want to read for a while? Or no, Jackie, read for a while. <coughs> but this was this song was sung by the Levites. Oh, you, know, was, you know what? I know you know this, but it says back here the Levites who who uh, carried the ark. That was one of the courses of Levites. The ark is in us. Then all of us are. Levites. That's right. I just But you're just a picture. The Levites, every aspect, the church is just a picture, the nation of Israel, the world is the tree is a picture, Levites are a picture, priests are a picture. It's just a different aspect of the revelation. But each member of Israel is a Levite. That's right. Each member of Israel is a Levite, each member of Israel is a is a uh, priest. Each member of the of each, each member of Israel is a wuss. <laughs> but not all of them are lumpy. Yeah, where's this lumpy crap? She walked on Sorry. <laughs> sure. Sorry. Okay, read, read for about half of it, and then Rex, uh, Rex will read the other half. It's 43 verses long, so read 22 verses. <laughs> heavens and I will speak and here are the words of my mouth my doc doctrine shall drop as the rain my speech shall distill as the dew as the small rain upon the tender herb and as the showers upon the grass because I will publish the name of the Lord ascribe ye greatness unto our God he is the rock his work is perfect for all his ways are judgment the God of truth and without iniquity just and right is he they have corrupted themselves their spot is not the spot of his children they are a perverse and crooked generation. Do ye thus requite the Lord, O foolish people, and unwise? Is not he thy father that hath brought thee? Hath he not made thee and established thee? Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father, and he will show thee. Thy elders, and they will tell thee. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the children according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Wait a minute, wait a minute. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. I never saw that before. 
In other words, everything, all, every, every aspect of the people, the bounds of the people, are according to the children of Israel. So, does that mean like ten times Israel? I don't know. This portion is Go ahead. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. He found him in a desert land and in the waste howling wilderness. He led him about, he instructed him, and he kept him as the apple of his eye. You know what that means? The word apple is the word pupil. As an eagle stirreth up her nest, fluttereth over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them, beareth them on her wings. So the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. He made him ride on the high places of the earth, that he might eat the increase of the field. And he made him to suck honey out of the rock, and oil out of the flinty rock. Butter of kine, and milk of sheep, with fat of lambs, and rams of the breed of fashion, and goats with the fat of kidneys of wheat. And thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape. But Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxen fat, thou art grown thick, thou art covered with fatness. Then he forsook God which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. Now that's where we, 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 we don't want to do that. Lightly esteem is not a good thing to do. They proved him to jealousy with strange gods, with abomination to provoke They provoked him, him to jealousy. Provoked him to jealousy with strange gods, with abominations provoked they him to anger. They sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up, whom your fathers feared not. Of the of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmindful and hast forgotten God that formed thee. And when the Lord saw it, he abhorred them because of the provoking of his sons and of his daughters. And he said, I will hide my face from them; I will see what their end shall be. For they are a very forward generation, children in whom there is no faith. They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities, and I will move them to jealousy with those which are not of people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. That's enough. For a fire is kindled in my anger, and shall burn under the lowest hell, and shall consume the earth with her increase set on fire the foundations of the mountains. I will heap mischief upon them, and I will spend mine arrows upon them. They shall be burnt with hunger, and devoured with burning heat, and with bitter destruction. I will also send the teeth of beasts upon them, with the poison of serpents of the dust. The sword without, and terror within, shall destroy both the young man and the virgin, the suckling also with a man of gray hair. I said I would scatter them into corners, I would make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. Were it not that I feared the wrath of the enemy, lest their adversary should behave themselves strangely, unless they should say, Our hand is high, and the Lord hath not done all this. For they are a nation void of counsel, neither is there any understanding in them. Oh, that they were wise, that they understood this, that they would consider their latter end. Do you understand? This is what Moses, with all the revelation, he was taken into the, 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 the very bowels of heaven. <coughs> all the experiences, you know, he was he was heir apparent to the throne to be God, the king of the world. And this is his last testament. This is the last thing he's saying before he dies. The highest order of reason is that your sins are scarlet. 
It's as high as reason can take you. Come, let us reason together. And the, and the reason is so, so strong in this is because that's the only way you can know the joy of the Feast of Tabernacles is to recognize the corruptness and the evil and the total distrust of your own flesh. And the total distrust of your own judgments, especially. How should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight, except that their rock had sold, had sold them, and the Lord had shut them up? For their rock is not as our rock, even our enemies themselves being judges. For their vine is of the vine of Sodom, and the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are grapes of gall, and their clusters are bitter. Their wine is the poison of dragons, and the cruel venom of asps. Is not this laid up in store with me, and sealed up among my treasures? To me belongeth vengeance and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time, for the day of their calamity is at hand, and the things that shall come upon them make hate. Okay. Now think and consider this. That on this day of the Feast of Tabernacles, which we'll celebrate on, these are the, this reading here is for the eighth day of the, the, the Feast. There are seven days of the Feast of Tabernacles. The eighth day reading is this. Now, this was being read, this has been read in every generation by someone at this feast for, what, 3,500 years. Yet it's, it's the most mysterious of all feasts because in the Feast of Tabernacle, I mean the Feast of Passover, you know, we, we have a tangible order, there's a set order. But you come upon the Feast of Tabernacles and, and you don't really know you know, do we celebrate this? Is it? Is this? Is this like? How's it supposed to look like? There's no. There's no real order for it. There's no. And so, therefore, with us in our own experience of it, it's been somewhat different every year, because we don't have any order for it. We know. We know that the only things we know for sure are that you sing the Psalms of Ascent and you sing the Hala. That's all you know. Because the white is the, this tangible aspect. The, 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 the it's the bride. It's the aspect that you. The white signifies that you have you you've stopped being concerned with you being right. And that's further testified in the evening before when you've thrown the, the, the good and evil at the base of the altar, and you're where you put on only his rightness. Okay. Buy the kids some sneakers. <laughs> With, without lumps. <laughs> for the Lord shall judge his people and repent himself for his servants when he seeth that their power is gone and there is none shut up or left. What shall he say? Where are their gods, their rock in whom they trusted, which did eat the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offerings? Let them rise up and help you and be your protection. See now that I, even I, am he, and there is no God with me. I kill and I make alive, I wound and I heal. Neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. For I lift up my hand to heaven and say, I live forever. If I wet my glittering sword and my hand take hold of judgment, I will render vengeance to my enemies and will reward them that hate me. I will make mine arrows drunk with blood and my sword shall devour flesh 
that with blood of the slain and of the captive from the beginning of revenges upon the earth. Rejoice, O ye nations, with his people, for he will avenge the blood of his servants and will rent, uh, render vengeance to his adversaries and will be merciful unto his land and to his people. Amen. Well, they will give. The reward will be what they didn't want. Oh, you get your reward. Oh, you're going to get And Moses came and spake all the words of this song in the ears of the people. He and Yeshua, the son of Nun, Hoshia. And Moses made an end of speaking all these words to Israel, and he said unto them, Set your hearts unto all the words which I testify among you this day, which ye shall command your children to observe to do all the words of this law. For it is not a vain thing for you, because it is your life, and through this thing you shall prolong your days in the land wherever, whither you go over Jordan to possess it. And the Lord spake unto Moses that selfsame day, saying, Get thee up into this mountain, Abarim, unto Mount Nebo, which is in the land of Moab, that is over against Jericho, and behold the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel for a possession. And die in the mount, whither thou goest up, and be gathered unto thy people. And Aaron thy brother died in the mount, as Aaron thy brother died in Mount Hor, because, and was gathered unto his people, because you trespassed against me among the children of Israel at the waters of Meribah, Kaddish, in the wilderness of Zin, because you sanctified me not in the midst of the children of Israel. Yet thou shalt see the land before thee, but thou shalt not go there unto the land which I give unto the children. Now, he didn't go to the physical land, but he went to the New Jerusalem. You understand that? Now, let's, let's go to... Uh, Are you referring to Joshua? No, Moses. Let's go to Revelation 7. Okay. Revelation 7, uh, verse 9 to, yeah, and who's going to read? It's, it's Crystal's turn. Crystal, would you get control of this uh, group of people? After this, I beheld and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the land, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. And cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne. Now, we know exactly what the palms in their hands were, right? Do you remember? Palm fronds? No, the myrtles. Branches, right? Which are the ones for cleansing again? Obviously, right? we don't know exactly. We're a little off. Not exactly. I cannot believe it. Harry, Harry, got, a right. Harry got a blessing. A lulav. Yeah. Well, I know, but what's it made what's of? It's three things so it's made of a lulav, and that's... And it's, it's it's they call it the palm branch, but it's a, it's 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 more than the palm. It's the palm, the myrtle, myrtle, see, and hyssop, hyssop, right? See, palm, myrtle, and hyssop, and it's wrapped with a golden thread, and that it, they they carry that in one hand and the anthrog of the paradise apple in the other, and they throw the paradise apple at the base of the altar, and then they beat the lulav against the altar until there's nothing left of it. The idea. That this thing, which represented the highest, the myrtle, the palm, and the hyssop, wrapped in gold, 
still had to be beaten at the base of the altar until nothing was left of it. So that, because it was just the type. And what are you supposed to do when you lift up your lulav? You're supposed to tie your bow. That's right. When you, when you create the lulav, you tie the bow because it's over. Oh, the bow. No journey. Tie no journey. No journey. Oh, that's right. Yeah, tie your bow. Right there. Okay. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders on, and the four beasts and held and fell before the throne on their faces and worshipped God. Saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? And I said unto them, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. Neither shall the sun light on them. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the Lord which is in the midst Lamb. What? Lamb. <laughs> For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them into the living fountains of water. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Now, is the word here lamb, does that mean lamb, like sheep lamb, or just like lamb like kid or lamb? Capital lamb. Yeah. It means lamb like a sheep. So specifically sheep. I mean, can I'm referring like the whole go. of God stuff. Okay. Now let's go to Isaiah 12. This is the this is one of the readings. Now, when this one was being read, it, it either had just been read or it was read about the same time as the Psalm 118 was being sung up in the temple. And that's when Christ shouted out, you know, he that believeth on me, you know, why do you have such joy in this pouring of water? Now, what's happening here is the priests, through an elaborate ceremony, which is in these memos, they, they go down to the pool of Siloam and gather water and then wine from the first press. And they pour water and wine into the altar at the same time. And the crowd goes wild. And the reason they go wild is, is they see that that act sanctifies them in a, in a, almost in a, in a, in a, in a way that it's almost beyond words. It's, it's at, it's a total left side of the brain experience. I mean, it is like the, 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 all of the, the Psalm 118 and all of that epinephrine experience of the of the temple with perfect acoustics and the, and the thousands of trumpets playing and the harps harping and it's 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 like it's like the end of everything they've done in their lives when they hear this and understand it. And then this is read. Uh, and in that day, thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee, O thou wast. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He has also become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day you shall say, Praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his doings among his people. 
make mention of his name is make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of you. Okay, now um, as he was letting us go to John seven. last chronicle of, I mean, the last tabernacle of Christ is chronicled, in, it's, it's, it's from Luke 9.51 to Luke 17.10. Uh, anyways, the feast is the ultimate reason why time and space exist. 30% of all of the Gospels are written about this Feast of Tabernacles. Now it says, now about, where are we, are we, are we, are we, Luke 7... In verse 14, now John 7, now about the midst of the feast, now the midst of the feast was, I mean, it's an eight-day feast, so it's the fourth day of the feast, right? So he wasn't there on the first day, they were somewhere else, which you'll see about, but on the fourth day... Remember, all of them had to, at some time during that week, they had to go live in uh, the booth, one of the booths. Now about the midst of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? And Jesus said unto them, My doctrine is not mine, but, is, but his that sent me. If any man will to do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. And he goes on and on and on. But now, during that day when they read Isaiah 12 and they, were sang, they sang Psalm 118, at verse 37, In that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Now, many of the people, therefore, when they heard this saying of, said of a truth, this is the prophet. Others said this is the Christ, but some said, shall Christ come out of Galilee? Now, this could be targumed as follows. Have you such wonderful rejoicing at drawing and pouring a little water from the pool of Siloam? He that believes on me, whole rivers of living water shall flow out of his belly, out of his own belly, producing joy unspeakable. Now, on the afternoon of the seventh day of the feast, when everybody is to read the book of Ecclesiastes, and we're not going to do that because we just don't have time here, but I want all of you to read the book of Ecclesiastes between now and then. Now, the book of Ecclesiastes, the function of it is, is to show you that all of your efforts, all of your endeavors are vanity. Anything that comes from your own mind can only produce vanity. You must abandon yourself, and then you can abandon yourself and into this new thing, this party. Every, every club, every nightclub, every party is a vain hope or a vain type for this Feast of Tabernacles. 
Amen. Amen. Now, okay, anybody have any? Remember, Friday night, I mean, Thursday, we're going to do the uh, Ethrog thing, the Paradise Apple. Uh, also, it's, in, it's imperative and incumbent upon you from now until then, if you have anything against anyone, it, it needs to be dealt with. There can be no, um, no truces entering into the Feast of Tabernacles. Take it, big guy.